Amen. Well, it's great to be in the house of the Lord with everybody this evening. If you have your Bibles, would you open up to Matthew chapter 16? If you don't have your Bibles with you, scriptures will be up on the screen behind me. Matthew 16, we're going to begin with verses 24 to 27 in the New King James Version. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Our text in the voice translation, to his disciples, if you want to follow me, you must deny yourself the things you think you want. You must pick up your cross and follow me. The person who wants to save his life must lose it, and she who loses her life for me will find it. Look, does it make sense to truly become successful, but then to hand over your very soul? What is your soul really worth? The Son of Man will come in His Father's glory with His heavenly messengers, and then He will reward each person for what has been done. What's my soul really worth? What's your soul really worth? worth. If I was asked to place a value on my soul, or if you were asked to place a value on your soul, if you were asked to compile a list of what would equal or outweigh the value of your soul, if I was asked what's your soul worth, how much? Or if you were asked What's your soul worth? What price? Humanity has been placing values on souls for a long time now. The world has been placing values on souls for a long time now. The enemy, the devil, has been placing values on souls for a long time now. Making men and women deals, offering them something, some way, some life, some chance in exchange for their souls. If you think of what some have exchanged their souls for, the value they placed on their own soul, it's quite shocking how cheaply they valued it. When you think of what some gave up life with God for, forfeited eternity with Christ for, traded life with Him on this side of eternity for, what they've given their soul for, what value they've placed on their own soul, the list they've compiled, what would match its worth or outweigh it. What's a soul really worth? What's your soul really worth? 
value. Our text in the Amplified reads, And Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself, disregard, lose sight of, and forget himself and his own interests, and take up his cross and follow me. Cleave steadfastly to me. Conform wholly to my example in living, and if need be, in dying also. For whoever is bent on saving his temporal life, his comfort and security here, shall lose it, eternal life. And whoever loses his life, his comfort and security here, for my sake, shall find it, everlasting life. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life, his blessed life in the kingdom of God? Or what would a man give as an exchange for his blessed life in the kingdom of God? For the Son of Man is going to come in the glory, majesty, splendor of his Father with his angels, and then he will render account and reward every man in accordance with what he has done. Jesus is laying it out for his disciples here. He's saying to his disciples, if a person wants to follow me, if a person wants to be mine, if a person wants to be my disciple, here it is. Number one, let him deny himself. And number two, let him take up his cross and follow me. Let him deny himself and let him take up his cross and follow me. Jesus then goes on to clearly state that whoever is bent on saving his temporal life, his comfort and security here, shall lose eternal life. And whoever loses his life, his comfort and security here, for my sake, says Jesus, shall find it everlasting life. I mean, we live in a world that is exactly that, bent on saving the temporal. That's where the focus is. Comfort and security here. And I believe that Jesus is asking us, are you willing to lose your comfort and security here for my sake? Are you willing to forfeit it? Are you willing to lose yourself to gain his world? To let it all go and hang on to God? What value do we place on our soul? What value do we place on life with God? Are we willing to lose our comfort and security here? And if the answer is yes, then welcome to discipleship. Welcome to the greatest opportunity, the greatest honor, the greatest experience, the greatest life of being led and trained and taught by the greatest of all. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow. See, the life he offers, the training and teaching, the opportunity, the experience is worth losing our comfort and security here for. The Bible is true, and the promise is sure. 1 Corinthians 2, 9, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him got no idea the life that Jesus Christ has in store for us. 
the life we can have in his kingdom, the life we can have with him on this side of eternity and on that side through the endless ages. Humanity, by and large, can't see past death. Humanity, by and large, can't see past death, and therefore they don't live past death. This is why so many place ridiculous values on their souls. It's only worth this much, or it's worth this much. But the value falls short. They place a value on their own existence in this life. I can only imagine the conversations in heaven, the discussion, the dialogue over the values we hear on this side of eternity are placing on our souls. Here it is tonight. If we want to place the highest possible value on our soul, the value that God has assessed it at, then we will lose ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. This is how we place the highest possible value on our soul. So if I was to ask tonight, what's the value of your soul? What list can you compile that would equal its value in your eyes? You see, we all place our own value on our soul. God has placed a value on your soul, the highest value. That's his son, Jesus Christ. Again, I can only imagine the conversations as heaven looks down and wonders at the value we place on souls. Matthew 16, 26. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life, his blessed life in the kingdom of God? You know, humanity is constantly answering this question. Humanity is placing a value on life in the kingdom of God. Humanity is answering the Lord's question. This is the value we place on life with you, life in you, life for you, now and for eternity. We're actually answering the Lord. This is the value I'm placing on Christianity. This is the value I'm placing on discipleship and this opportunity to learn from you. This is the value I'm placing on your word. This is the value I'm placing on obedience and living righteously and living holy, being your son, being your daughter. This is the value humanity is constantly answering this question. So we've come to two questions tonight. Number one, what value do I place on my soul? Number two, what value do I place on life with God? Matthew 16, 26. Or what would a man give as an exchange for his blessed life? 
in the kingdom of God. You know what we can give? Nothing. God placed a value on your soul and he gave everything in Jesus. Matthew 16, 26, or what would a man give as an exchange for his blessed life in the kingdom of God? You know what we can give? Everything. As we deny self and take up our cross and follow him. Matthew 16, 27, for the Son of Man is going to come in the glory, majesty, splendor of his Father with his angels, and then he will render account and reward every man in accordance with what he has done. Here's the truth tonight. Jesus Christ is going to come back. He is going to return, and he is going to render account and reward every man in accordance with the value that he has placed on his own soul and on life in the kingdom of God. He's going to return, and he's going to settle account. What's the value of your soul? The value of life in the kingdom. We could really break this down tonight. What value do we place on church? The opportunity to gather and be obedient to the word that says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. What kind of value do we place on the torn veil, this prayer life we can have with Jesus? What kind of value do we place on worship? What kind of value do we place on the ability to serve, to love others? What kind of value do we place on the opportunity to be ambassadors for the gospel of Jesus Christ? How are we answering the Lord? It's not too late to change the value we've placed on our souls. As long as there's breath in our lungs, it's not too late. It's not too late to rewrite it, to change our answer, to answer God differently, to answer God rightly, to answer God in accordance with the value that he's placed on our souls. It's not too late. It's not too late to change the value we've placed on life in the kingdom of God, life with God and in God and for God now and for eternity. Matthew 16, verses 24 to 27, the voice reads to his disciples, if you want to follow me, you must deny yourself and the things you think you want. We think we want a lot of things. And we think we need a lot of things. But God knows best. Jesus knows best. The Holy Spirit knows best. And so either we trust him or we have a trust problem. Either we really trust him. There's no half trust. Like I sort of trust you, God, I think. We're all in or we're not in. 
You must pick up your cross and follow me. The person who wants to save his life must lose it. She who loses her life from me will find it. Look, does it make sense to truly become successful, but then to hand over your very soul? What does success look like in your eyes? You know, the world tells us what success looks like. The enemy tells us what success looks like. But what does the Lord say it looks like? Son of man will come. What is your soul really worth? Again, tonight I say God has placed the highest value on your soul. God has placed the highest value, get this, on life with you, in you, and for you, now and for eternity. The highest value, Jesus. God cherishes life with you. Look at what he paid. Look what he did to get your soul to rescue your soul. Sometimes I still think, like, what is man that you are mindful of him? Lord, you love us. Here we are, perhaps not placing the right value on things. But he's merciful and he's gracious and he continues to help us out and walk with us. And it's not too late to change the value we place on church. It's not too late to place a higher value on relationship with brothers and sisters. It's not too late to place a higher value on the opportunity to take in the Word of God or to pray to walk with Him, to be a pillar, to be an example, to be holy, to be righteous, to be one that is truly the salt and light. Place a higher value on being the one that stands out and makes a difference. The one that answers God right in everything. I don't know about you, but I want heaven to look down and be proud of the value I place on my soul and on my life with God, my life in the kingdom. Maybe we don't think about this sometimes, but you know, heaven is watching us, the Bible says. <laughs> the great cloud of witnesses, we know that the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, they're continually watching over us and watching what we're doing, what we're up to. Let's make them proud. Matthew 6, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. I want to tell us something tonight. He's got us covered. He's got you covered. Seek first the kingdom of God and righteousness. He'll take care of everything else. The things you think you want and think you need, Listen, just set them aside. Seek first the kingdom of God and righteousness, and things are going to work out. He's going to bless your life. He's going to lead you in the way of life, the everlasting way, the only true way. 
And at the end of your days, at the end of our days, we're going to relax and know that we too have fought the good fight, ran the race, we've finished the race, we've done what God has told us to do. Not full of regrets and looking back at the value we placed throughout the years on life with God, life in the kingdom and on our soul, and questioning whether we've got it right. But instead, we'll be like those great men and women of faith that at the end of their days are full of assurance, full of confidence, knowing that they've placed the right value on things. I want to encourage us tonight, don't buy into the low value the world and the enemy of our souls places on our souls. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and that's what he thinks of our souls. That's his plan, his aim, his goal. He doesn't like us. He hates us. He's straight up doing all he can to get us to slap a low value on our souls and on life with God. He's doing all he can. Offering us. You know, we look back at the fall of man, and I'm sure we all understand and know that story. Piece of fruit seems crazy. But look what we're trading life with God for. Something that doesn't taste like a piece of fruit. It might be sweet and might have pleasure for a season, but then then what? And we understand that sin separates us from God, so those things that the world offers us, the things that the enemy offers us, they're not worth it. I can't imagine being Adam and Eve in that moment. It wasn't worth it. The value you placed on that piece of fruit. You regarded it higher than God's Word, a piece of fruit. I wonder tonight, is it immorality? Is that the value we place on our souls? The value we place on life with God? Is it fortune? Is it fame? Popularity? Is that the value we place on our souls and on life with God? Is it self-gratification? Is that the value we place on our souls or on life with God? Again, 1 Corinthians 2.9. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I want to encourage us tonight. Let's choose the Lord's value for our souls. Let's choose the Lord's value for life in the kingdom. It's way beyond what the worldly eye will ever see and way beyond what the worldly ear will ever hear. Let's have the worship team return tonight. If we want to place the highest possible value on our souls, the value that God has assessed our souls at, then we will lose ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. Maybe you're here tonight and you're struggling. You don't place 
a high value on yourself or on your soul. I want you to know tonight, God has placed the highest value on you and on your soul. You're so precious to him. No matter what you look like right now, no matter how dirty you are right now, no matter how far you are right now, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We weren't all beautiful and washed and clean and shaved and fit right with the kingly robes. We weren't in that state when he came and died for us. We were wretched, miserable, poor, blind, naked, detestable in our sin. And he came and he died. That's the value he placed on sinners, that he could have your soul. Man, if that doesn't shoot up your self-worth, I don't know what will. Boost your confidence. Cause you to boast in Christ. Take a look at what value we've placed on things. I just want to encourage us tonight to do that. To take a look at what we've perhaps sold life with God for or what we're renting ourselves out for. It's not too late to change the value. If we've got the right value on our souls tonight and on life in the kingdom, let's keep it that way. It's a decision for a lifetime to keep the right value on things. That's the question tonight. What's the value of your soul? Let's just take a moment and respond to the Lord. Just think about these questions. Think about how much He loves you. Maybe it's been a while since you actually sat back. I think even as Christians, we can kind of lose sight of it. We're just going through the motions and acting out the part, and there's nothing wrong with that. Our heart is in it, but Just sit back and take it in. Breathe it in again. Lord, that's the value you placed on my soul. That's the value you placed on life with me and life in me and life for me. Now and for eternity. Just let that thought sweep you away tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what you're facing or what pressure 
when temptation is coming your way, but I just feel even that word as it was for Adam and Eve. They knew that the decision they made was in violation of God. The enemy conned them, but they knew that what they were doing wasn't right. And maybe you're on the verge, on the brink of a decision. That is placing low value on your life with God. And really you're giving your soul to something else. God comes tonight. It's not too late. It's not too late. I will live to bless you.